In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio live on toginet.com. Co-hosted by Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the many resources that are available in both the public and private sector and we'll be sharing helpful information from women all over the world we'll cover everything military from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder to navigating government programs dealing with family issues to the struggles of deployment along with being a working mother both in and out of the home this is military mom talk radio and here are your hosts sandra beck and robin boyd Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck. I'm here with Robin Boyd and Doris Rebus Brecky, and we have a jam-packed, action-filled show today. Because <laughs> you guys know I love it that way. We do. <laughs> the more chaotic, the better, but it's it's a, it's a organized chaos. But let's see, we're up to, how many people have we had on one show? We've had three or four guests, the two hosts, the minute, the mother of military minute or whatever it is. Oh, thanks. Some show we're going to do 10, and then I can die in peace. Okay. Hosts, <laughs> one contributor, and only six guests. We could do it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's our goal. That, but we have so much awesome stuff to share. So we've just got to get it all in. We do. We do. We have Donna Mull coming to us today. She's written a book called Faith Deployed. Very, very cool. We have Lynette Lovelace. She is the CEO of Life Therapy, which creates uh, jewelry products and uh, like skincare hair, you know, products that smell really good. And um, we also have Lila Levinson, uh, the author of Gated Grief. So we have two authors today, one uh, product company that you know, we're not paid to endorse. We just like their products and invited her on. I like what she stands for. I think Robin and Doris, you guys agree what she does for women's empowerment is really good. And um, we've got so much news this week. I got to tell you guys, I'm flying by the seat of my pants over here. <laughs> so what's new? Yeah, could not be any busier, could not be any busier, but that's a good thing. And I want to go immediately over to Robin because she has two really important news briefs. And then I know, Doris, you were at the job fair last week at Camp Pendleton. Uh, I know you got a lot of stuff to go over, so I'm going to shut up and put the mic over to Robin. <laughs> well, uh, we recently got a uh, notice from a listener who was asking us if we were aware that military personnel lose their insurance benefits for their kids with autism when they retire, even if they are retired due to being injured in combat. Well, there is an initiative right now being presented in Congress known as legislation HR 2288, the Caring for Military Kids with Autism Act, which would ensure that all military families
families, whether they're on active duty or retired, receive insurance benefits for their kids with autism. And I guess um, this is certainly a very... uh, uh, empowered initiative right now with all of the interest and uh, um, opening up of more realizations, I guess you could say, of kids that are being diagnosed within the spectrum, which all of a sudden we're realizing that this spectrum is, is far more inclusive than we ever realized before. Now, this bill was introduced last summer in the House of Representatives with bipartisan support, yet only 38 members have signed on as co-sponsors. And what this listener is asking us is to share with people that there are 397 other members of Congress who have yet to express their stand on this issue. The supporters of this initiative say that if if we send our troops to war, then it's our duty to at least take care of their families back home and provide their kids with autism the best treatments American can offer. So what they are asking is for you to email your representative, find out if they're one of the 38 who have signed up. If they are a co-sponsor, please thank them for standing up for the children of our men and women. And if not, express your concern over this initiative and encourage them to support it. The next thing they're asking you to do is spread the word uh, to get on your social media outlets and be sure to share it, tweet it, face it, Facebook it. And lastly, to please join Autism Votes by texting on your cell phone, A, the letter A, V-O-T-E-S, and then you would type in 30644. That would show your support for this particular initiative. And if you'd like more information on this, please visit www.autismvotes.org slash military kids. And I think the one thing that makes me question after having read this would be if they're not supporting children with um, autism, what are they, else are they not supporting mm, after wow, someone yeah. retires? Because that um, makes me think that, well, if this is one area, then there might be others. So it's certainly worth not only exploring this for your children on the spectrum, but anybody else who has other uh, issues that their children need health care for. So, um, and then next we wanted to uh, give a little plug out to our good friend Fuzzy Manning. He is the um, owner of PTSTreatment.com. And he has a new book that he is so excited to share. It's called The Integrative Trauma Care, Alternative Solutions for Anger in a Veteran's World. And he wants you to go to Amazon for this e-book. It is a free download as far as I can see. Is that correct, Sandra? It's free that is. On his, for his Kindle, for your Kindle. Oh, and I think that you, one's 99 cents. It's either free oh, or is 99 it? cents. It's cheap, Okay. Yeah. It's very, very cheap and very worth it. Um, We've had Fuzzy on many times. We really encourage you to go to Amazon and it's uh, Amazon.com. What? Well, that was interesting. That was like a cell phone where you get somebody else's conversation, only it wasn't any good. Wow. Somebody else might. Fight, fight, yeah, fight. I just want to get this out. Amazon.com slash D as in dog, P as in Peter, slash B as in boy, 0073. 
F is in Frank, L-Y-I-M as in major. And that will be a great, uh, a great thing for you to share and, and get a hold of and read because we really love everything that Fuzzy does. Find more about Fuzzy at ptstreatment.com. Over to you, Doris. Okay. Uh, yes, the Career Expo I attended last Tuesday, February 7th at Camp Pendleton in San Diego, California, sponsored by Military.com and the NCOA, which is the Non-Commissioned Officers Association, was really quite exciting and full of information for all of our military people. The event was very well attended and had several great companies and educational institutions represented there. I spoke to many representatives, and all were very helpful. And the one thing that I picked up from amongst all these people is that everyone wants to help our service personnel find jobs, positions, and careers. And in the next few days, I will be writing a blog with the company names and points of contact for our listeners to use. I also plan on reaching out to some of these people to have on the show in the future to give more detailed information about their programs. Most of all, I hope that our listeners will go to military.com to find out where Career Expo may be coming to a city near you. And please come to our Military Mom Talk radio website to check out my blog on my expo findings. And finally, I would like to take a moment to pay homage to a great talent that was lost this weekend, Ms. Whitney Houston. This once-in-a-lifetime singer made her number one debut song in 1985, the year I married the love of my life. I love this woman's music, but like myself, she suffered from chemical addictions. But unlike me, she could not shake her demons, although she tried hard. We don't know yet if any drugs were involved in her death, but we do know she died too young. And what I want to say to everyone out there suffering from addictions, get help, get help now. I want to tell you that your life is not a dress rehearsal, and every day you only get one chance to live the best way you can. You owe it to yourself and those you love and those who love you. If you're suffering from addictions, seek help. And if you don't know where to start, get in touch with us here at Military Mom Talk Radio. We'll get you started in the right direction. God bless all of you, and rest in peace, dear Whitney. Sandra Robin. Oh, that was really nice. I loved her music. Yeah, me too. <laughs> There's our silent what pause. Is- <laughs> <laughs> I just, it was such a lovely tribute. I was like, oh, that's so nice. Thank I you. know Thank it really you. was. It's always difficult when um, when someone succumbs due to, and there again, we don't know why. So, um, but anyway, we have an awesome show coming up. We have Lynette Lovelace coming coming and we have Donna Mull and we have Lila Levinson three amazing people three powerful women Sandra you've known Lynette for quite a while now haven't you I have. I have known her for a couple years. My company has worked with her products and supported her and her efforts. And you know how picky we are with our clients and the products that we choose to to work on. Um, they have to be really good and they kind of have to pass our test for um, having a socially responsible arm, a good product, and um, somebody that stands by their word and has a mission in life much further beyond just selling product. 
Absolutely. Um, on the other side of the break, we've got coming up, we are going to meet Lynette Lovelace, and she is the founder and the the uh, backbone, I guess you could say, of Life Therapy, a wonderful product, and we're going to ask you to visit lifetherapy.com so you can see all about what we're talking about. And uh, in the uh, second and third, excuse me, the third and fourth part of the show, we'll meet Donna and Lila. We want to make sure that you visit us at militarymomtalkradio.com. Be sure to friend us or like us on Facebook, and we're on Twitter as well. So we'll ask you to visit us there, listen to some of our past shows, and you can always uh, get our current show there as well on our show page here on Toganet. We'll be back after the tunes with Lynette Lovelace. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central. Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward. With tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned, these pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central, on toginet.com. Ministry is filled with both highs and lows, victories, and struggles. It can be the best job of the world, but it can also be the hardest. Where do you find the balance between serving God and the joy of truly knowing Him? Wellspring, Tending the Heart of Ministry with Joanna Weaver. Thursday afternoons at 5 p.m. Central. Join us each week as pastor's wife, best-selling author, and host Joanna Weaver interviews women who serve God from the heart, both those who are well-known and those who minister in less visible ways. You'll discover tools for the ministry, but more importantly, you'll learn how to give God access to the deep places in your heart. For ministry is more than what we just do in public. It is who we are in private. Wellspring is here to inspire you to look into your heart of hearts and invest in the place ministry truly begins. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So join us for an hour that just might change your life. It's Wellspring, tending the heart of ministry with host Joanna Weaver. Thursday afternoons at 5 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Help us out, put your name. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. 
Hey, military moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I have my good friends Doris Rebus Brecky and Robin Boyd on the air with me today. Uh, I want to thank you guys for coming up with such great news uh, for our military families, especially for you, Doris, for taking the time to go down to Camp Pendleton and attend that military job fair. So you guys need to check out um, on the site the information that she's collected. We'll be sharing that with you uh, over the next couple weeks along with her news you can use. Um, our guest today, we've got three of them. We're going to start off with Lynette Lovelace, then we're going to move over to uh, Donna Mull and Lila Levinson, who've done some great, great uh, work in the writing arena with their books. But first, we're going to bring on Lynette. Lynette, you are the owner and CEO of a company called Life Therapy. And in the opening segment, I talked about how Motherhood Incorporated likes to work with social, uh, socially responsible companies and companies with a vision to make the world a better place. Uh, how do you do that? <laughs> hey, I do it by hanging out with you. You are my positivity, ma'am. <laughs> it's partly true, though, Sandra. It's partly true, yeah. right, girls? Yeah, well, we right on. Each other. I think, you know what? I, I, I think it's just uh, it's my personality kind of wrapped up in the brand and hoping to give someone an opportunity to have a little bit better day. So... And it is now, surrounding have, myself with people like you. So You've got some great products. You've got like skin cream, you've got hand cream, you've got these pulse point oils that I love. And what's so cool about them, Lynette, your company is called Life Therapy. These products that you, you make, um, which is just amazing to me. I'm, I can barely make a cake for Valentine's Day, much less whip up, you know, all these things you do. Um, but you called them like play, vacation, chill. How did you come up with those names, and, and what do they mean to the consumer when they buy them? Well, I, the whole premise of the brand is choosing your mood. And, you know, I thought I'd take a whimsical approach to how fragrance affects each one of us. Certainly we know that the whiff of something will casually take us back to a moment maybe. And, you know, I thought everybody calls them vanilla, you know, nutmeg, chocolate, whatever. I thought let's go with something a little more mood-evoking. So really, that's where the whole play, vacation, escape, chill, and flirt, and I tried to think about, you know, what, what fragrances might enhance one of those moods to a little bit different place. So, you know, that just it, we just launched the wash last week, Sandra. Wow. Really? Sure. Oh, so, exactly. so you have, tell us your product line now. And this is a female-owned, female-driven. It's you and Lisa, who I absolutely adore. Uh, you know, this girl power thing going on. Tell me about all of your products. So um, we have 30 SKUs currently in the beauty section. So everything from a pulse point oil perfume, hand cream. Again, we just launched the body wash. We have a great uh, turbinado raw brown sugar and crushed sea salt scrub. Wow. And lotion. And uh, an amazing body cream. And I, I think you know that we launched the Positivity and Color bracelets while in New York a couple months ago. So it's a whole line based of bracelets based on color intention and how it kind of makes us feel and um, 60 different styles of bracelets. So power. All about the power. And they are stunning. They really are. Your pictures oh, are, are really show off their color and their uniqueness. They're very different and I bet everybody is just embracing these. They I just can imagine. Yeah, it's it's interesting when people walk up to something and, and how quickly they can put a thought to 
a, a, a moment of color, and they're like, oh, no, what do I do? I, I need them all. So, you know, it's, we try to start with, uh, but they are, you know, definitely a very positive movement by by us. And just trying, you know, really it's within each one of us how to, what we feel like and maybe how to just kind of a reminder to put on our wrist of, you know, we, we are powerful, we are all those things that color represents and kind of, you know, when we think of a color of a room that makes us cozy and comfortable, sometimes if it's maybe just right there on your arm, it's a little like, oh, yeah, I, you know, I am I am our writer. I am feeling a little blue or, you know, I do have power. So it is just a, a really fun way to relate, I think, as women. And it's a very, the texture is, just, you know, very comfortable, extremely reasonable, and they, they, they really kind of enhance the whole fragrance side of the business. So, you know, we're having fun with it. I think it's fun. I took the necklace and wrapped it around my neck. I was, like, trying to see how many things I could do with it. I, I saw that. <laughs> Ankle bracelet. Uh-huh. I don't let, like a three-year-old. Hey, let me work the on the marketing, all right? <laughs> but but I, I liked your thought about putting it in your hair. I mean, oh, yeah. I can they, see that in ooh, the summertime. You get a little, little uh, summery dress on and, and uh, putting wrapping that into your braid or your hair. I, I just think they're adorable. Yeah, the girls in New York did that. They... Um, they they started with that and it, it, actually it's really quite cute. It right is. I put it. I braided it in my hair. I wrapped it around my ponytail. I wrapped it around my neck. I wrapped it around my arm, <laughs> and then I wrapped it around my ankle like an anklet in the summer. And I was thinking, ooh, with the turquoise sarong and my pretty turquoise bathing suit, this is going to rock. I mean, I wouldn't wear it in the pool. It's too nice, but <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, it was like, I love the utility of it, because, you know, I'm a geek, you know, at the base of everything, so anything that can be converted into, like, five different uses thrills me to no end. I even tried to figure out how to make it hold my reading glasses. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I did read that one. Oh, Oh, come on, I didn't make it into a slingshot, I was because it doesn't stretch. What's your favorite color, by the way? I think the the turquoise one. Yeah, I was going to say that. She looks great in that color. It's just so pretty, and it's a color that you look at that you you can't help but smile. I mean, black is great, and grays and browns are so popular out here in Southern California, but that pop you get from turquoise, it's just, it's like, to me, like pink. You can't look at it and not smile. Right. Red has been an interesting, you know, intention, and everybody, I mean, I'm I'm shocked at how many people pick red and want to put it on you know wow so. i love red but i look like a hooker in it because i have that bar- barbie blonde hair <laughs> so i'm screaming I'm loud as it bored. is when you put bright red on me i feel like i'm open for business i can just see it <laughs> you're all doused up in flirt and then you go put red on and oh yeah it just drives them wild they come in droves <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, but is I gotta say, I'm sorry, Robin, I didn't mean to cut yes, you off, but I just want to give you some props because we're talking about a product that was developed and growing in a tough market. I mean, the yeah. idea that your doors are open, that you're selling these things at Henry Bendel, and I read about you in the New York papers. I mean, that's really, when you think about everybody crying, there's no jobs, there's no jobs, there's no money, there's no anything. Your doors are open and you're selling product, which yeah, to me is amazing. We're making it happen, I'll tell you. We're a lean, mean fighter machine over here right on don't tell me that i can't do it or i will right on (laughs) you know so no we 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 lisa and i you know we're we're grateful that we have one another to lean on because it's tough i mean there's many many days that we're like oh geez you know now what what's next i'm like i don't know but we'll get there well there's also a lot to putting out a product. It's one thing to put out, and I don't mean to say it's it's less intense for you to be putting out beautiful jewelry, but when you're dealing with skincare products, you have to have formulas. You have to have um, make sure that they are uh, produced properly, and, and the ingredients have to be quality ingredients. There's a lot to that. Yeah, it's a definite, long, tedious uh, process, especially... You know, I'm very passionate about the quality of ingredients that we use. So um, a lot of time and development on that, which, you know, time is money, money is time. So you really have to kind of figure out, you know, where to set your sail there because um, it's, it's a long process. So, you know, it took a lot mm-hmm. to get it to the place of actually putting it on a shelf and selling it. So we're very proud that we have it out there and moving. Well, Lynette, Doris here, and I just want to tell you, just listening to you, I'm going to spread the word. Oh, thank you. We love that. It's coming from, you know, girls to girls. It's, it means a lot, you know. Yeah. So no, we I build really it one lo- step at a time. I like what you uh, sound like, and I can't wait to try your stuff myself. Well, thank you. We appreciate it. You got it. some for Christmas, Doris. That was in your little package. For I Christmas. figured that, but I didn't want to say just in case it wasn't her. <laughs> she, she hasn't opened her package yet. She hasn't had time. No, I no, no, I did, but I just didn't want to make that mistake. But it, now that I know, I love your, I love oh, your stuff. Yay, good. Love it, love good. it, love it. That is our intention. And to say, too, is that your quantity is extremely ample. When you get a jar, you're not getting a little bitty jar right. like a Noxzema jar. <laughs> you're getting yeah. this huge jar, which is extremely luxurious. And the packaging so, is really beautiful, elegant, classy. We just, yeah, we just, re- fabulous. Re- we just repackaged everything. So, um I think it's very refreshing. It's very relatable. It's bright. It's fun. It, it's very classy. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. Very, very. Now, are well, they, we, we weren't paid for this. One? Like, that's what we just want to make clear to the audience yeah. today. We weren't paid to endorse this product. You know, Lynette is a friend of mine. We do work together. But, but all three of us have enjoyed her products um, because of what she and Lisa have put together. They've earned our respect. Thank yep. you. Absolutely. Likewise, Absolutely. ladies. <laughs> I'm telling you, Sandra, you are, it's a true gift of power in, in the working relationship that, you know, we started on a project together that had nothing to do, frankly, with either one of us that we were trying to, you know, help someone through. And then next thing you know, here we are selling lotions and potions. So, you know, wow. 
You know, I count on you more girl for Girl power is all about. Lynette, it's wonderful chatting with you and catching up with you. We want everyone to check out lifetherapy.com. Uh, we're heading right into a break. On the other side of the break, we're going to meet Donna Mull, who has uh, put together a compilation of prayers and devotionals uh, called A Prayer Journey Through Deployment. We'll meet Donna right after these messages. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Have you been laid off? Fired, downsized, right-sized, or re-engineered out of a job? Are you unemployed or anticipate that possibility? Then tune in for Successfully Unemployed, hosted by Alan Sherwood, MBA, president of Sherwood Consulting Service. Successfully Unemployed will provide you a hope-filled and comprehensive approach to the job search process from an author who's experienced it all. Alan and his guests will cover all dimensions of a job search, physical tasks, mental attitude, emotional health, even one spiritual perspective, all must be integrated in order for a person to be successfully unemployed so they can then be successfully employed. This show is designed to help you move forward from job loss to finding or creating more fulfilling work. For more on Alan Sherwood, MBA, and the show, check out his website, SuccessfullyUnemployed.com. Then join us for Successfully Unemployed with Alan Sherwood, MBA. Thursday nights at 8, 7 Central here on Toginet.com. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Toginet.com. There ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on Toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and my gosh, we're already at the half hour. The show flies by. I don't know where the time goes. It's amazing. Well, we're just jam-packed with so many cool things. We Lynette do. is wonderful, isn't she? Isn't she? She's so much fun. We laugh. Like, you know, when she brought that thing up about when we met, you know, we were working together for this company that went out of business, and it was just a nightmare from beginning. 
Oh, we may have lost her. Oh, gosh. Yeah. They have been friends for such an awfully long time. And we always love um, just doing work with, with some of our wonderful clients. They, they, they really do bring uh, joy to us, but they also bring such special things to our, to our listeners as well. But we want to uh, make sure that we now move over to Donna Mull. She is the author of uh, A Prayer Journey Through Deployment. And uh, do we have Donna with us right now? Yes, you do. Hi, Thank Donna. Thank you very much Welcome for having me. It's show. a pleasure to speak with you and to your listeners. Oh, wonderful. Well, uh, is this your first book, or do you have you written other books prior to this? No, this is my first book, and it was a book that I never actually intended to write. It, it was a situation <laughs> where life hands you a book. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sandra, are you right there? I am. I am. Yes. And you know what I like about Donna's stuff um, is that, you know, she has, we've had, you know, different faith shows before. We've had different faith speakers come on. And I'm always lost. You know, I'm lost when they cite passages and they cite things. I never know what's going on. I tried to read the Bible. I don't understand it. I like it when somebody gives me a passage and that tells me what to do with it. And Donna, you do that very, very effectively in your book. So I want to give you props for that because you took a very difficult subject. You married it with something, you know, which I find the Bible to be very confusing. And I never know what somebody's name versus a town versus what they're talking about. And you just made that really simple for me. Well, thank you. I think whenever we face a situation of great anxiety and potential deep loss, and we feel our own inadequacy and helplessness that we just kind of naturally cry out to God. That's a, uh, I think something that we certainly did as a nation when we went through 9-11. And it's there we hope to find those spiritual resources that will carry us through a hard time. Well, and your son, um, your son, you know, so many of our young men and women have come back physically uh, injured. They've also come back changed forever. You know, we've had shows about the unnatural experience of war, so why would we expect our men and women to come back unchanged? You found that your son had come back different than when he left. Yes. Fortunately for us, he was physically unharmed, but certainly war had an impact on him and on his family, and it took quite a while to work through that. So I think, I guess the tendency is for all of us to just look forward to that day of homecoming, and we pack it with so many expectations and not really prepared, I think, for what may return, and not really realistic to think that they're going to be the same person. They can't possibly be after all they've gone through. Well, and we change, too. You know, as, exactly. as a parent, as a, a loved one, you know, the the process of when one of our loved ones is away called to duty, um, it's frightening, and it's frustrating, and it's happy, and it's sad, and it's all these different, not happy and, you know, happy that we're gone, but there's happy moments in there, you know, when we can connect, but there's just so many emotions that go through us in this situation that there's really there's really only a few places to turn especially in the very very dark hours yes now your book is a series of um 
devotionals. Is that correct? That each are sort of attached with a, a prayer or, or some scripture. Is that correct? Yes. Let me tell you how the book came about. Um, when my son was deployed, as a mother, I felt completely helpless. It's, it's a situation where there really isn't anything you can do except pray, perhaps. And I looked for other families in my area who might be going through the same thing. I looked at church and there was one other family that had a deployed family member, and we did get together, but our schedules were such that it made it very difficult to get together with any kind of regularity. And I recall reading in a book, I believe it was a story out of either the First or Second World War, of a town in Texas where I think nine of their young men were sent off to war, and these nine mothers got together and made a determination that they would pray for their sons. And someone was praying at all points in time. And every one of those young men came home. And I just remember being so uh, bowled over by that story. And I thought, Mm. you know, the only thing I can do is pray, but I want more people to pray. And I decided that I would write an email to my friends and family trying to enlist them to pray. But I know that It's one thing to say, will you pray for my son? It's another thing to give them some taste of what it's like for the family and to kind of draw them into the experience so that they know how to pray. So I committed in my heart that I would write one devotional a week and email it to friends and family and encourage them to pray. And in that way, I would enlist many more people to pray. And that's what I did, and that was only that was ever only my intent um and what i found during the course of that year was that the email list grew it'd be forwarded to different people and i would get feedback from uh, friends and acquaintances who had no one in the military but who themselves were going through life crises and they talked about how a particular devotion spoke to them and at the end of the year I was ready to breathe a real sigh of relief and put down my pen, and people said to me, you know, families go through this all the time. Maybe you should think about doing something with those devotions. And that's how it came about. It was never, ever something I thought about in advance. Wow. Wow. Well, I can only imagine that not only military families would certainly find comfort with with reading your book, but I'm sure that this is um, something that anybody would be able to benefit from. All of us have, I think, as you called it, life battles. um, Have you found that non-military families have responded to this? Yes, I have. In fact, that was the first feedback that I really got was from people who weren't military-related. Well, anybody who goes through separation, you know, I found even the particular ones, you know, my separation is mostly work-related, um, but when you go through separation or you go through separation through a divorce and you're separated from your kids, even, you know, for a week or two weeks at a time, um, separation is separation any way you slice it. Mm-hmm. Some of the topics in the book are things like courage and hope and peace and perseverance and um, wisdom and discernment. And we need all of those things, whether we're going through a deployment or 
a life-threatening illness or a relationship breakdown or a financial crisis. It, they are um, needs that all of us have at certain points in life. So in that regard, yes, it does speak to many people, although the, the focus mm. and the voice is to military families. Do you have this sort of organized in chapters based on um, the the um, topic? I guess you could call it. Is yes, it, I do. Uh, and segregated that you know, way? as the title of the book implies, it's a journey, and a journey is defined by the things that happen day to day, and that's exactly how the book was. I really had mm-hmm. no personal military experience, and I wasn't sure what in the world I would write, but it would seem like. Every week, something would happen. I would read something or I would witness something that my daughter-in-law and grand- my grandchildren were going through or I would uh, a feeling that I might have. And, and that became the raw material for the things that I wrote. And um, it, just as an example, uh, during that year that my son was away, I had a brother pass away from cancer. And this was a, an uncle that that my son cared deeply about and, you know, had a lot of fond memories from childhood. And he could not be there to say his final goodbye and pay respects and mm. grieve. And, and in the same vein, I didn't have his support through that experience. So that became the focus of a devotion called Unfinished Business and how so many soldiers must go through that having deep losses that they can't even be there to grieve. So that's kind of how devotions happened. So interesting. And I think so many times we just don't know quite where to turn. Um, As Sandra was saying, maybe there are times that we just don't know where to begin. So your book, um, and I have not had a chance to to read it yet. I know Sandra has looked through it. Um, It's almost a concordance, if you will. It sounds like that depending on what you're looking for and what your need is, you're going to find at least something that's going to... um, uh, bring some peace and some hope in, into your heart. I want to make sure, Donna, that we um, give everybody uh, your website, which is winepressbooks.com, and that's W-I-N-E-P-R-E-S-S-B-O-O-K-S.com. Again, the uh, title of her book is A Prayer Journey Through Deployment. It's a beautiful compilation of prayers and devotionals, sure to address whatever is in your heart. Donna, thank you so much uh, for being with us. Uh, We have a station break coming up. We want to um, make sure everyone stays tuned. We have Lila Levinson on the other side of the break. She is um, an author, too. We had her for a little bit last week, and we're so looking forward to chatting more with Lila Levinson um, on the other side of our break. We want you to be sure to check us out on iTunes and MilitaryMomTalkRadio.com. And always right here on Toganet.com on our show page, you'll find all of our podcasts and more. We'll be back in a moment. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? 
keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Wondering how to market, where to invest, where to advertise, where to find the right advice, or what to do about taxes? Doing business today is a complex venture, and that's where all biz talk comes in. All Biz Talk helps businesses and individuals find the right path to their success and learn more about the ideas, products, and services used by today's top professionals. Success leaves clues, so if you want to be successful, it's always best to listen to the people who have already been where you want to be. Our hosts are unbiased and will ask the hard questions, taking your calls to help connect you with the right professionals, people who can help you get a better handle on your personal and business choices. All Biz Talk is not a financial services company and does not offer any financial advice, but we will help you make the right choice when it comes to planning your financial future. Join All Biz Talk Tuesday afternoons at 1 Pacific, 3 Central at allbiztalk.com. Mark Lipinski is coming to Toginet. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. A live two-hour show Wednesday afternoon starting at 3, 2 Central on toginet.com. Creative Mojo. It's fun, entertaining, informative, inspirational, and illuminating. Lipinski has worked on such shows as Oprah, The View, The Joan Rivers Show, and Ricky Lake. He's busy, but he's got the drive to share with Creative Mojo, dedicated to the modern crafter and crafting lifestyle. Dive into the info and enjoy everything from celebs to entertainment news to recipes, quilting and needlework, knitting, painting, woodworking, Christmas crafts, and so much more. This show boldly encourages you to discover and harness your own creative spirit by living creatively every day. For more on Mark and the show, check out marklepinski.com. Don't miss the fun. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. Wednesday afternoon, starting at 3, 2 Central on toginet.com. Put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. Hey, Uncle Sam, put your name at the top of his list. And the Statue of Liberty started shaking. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms. This has been a great show. I just feel like I've, like, uh, you know had you know rest and relaxation with life therapy got a little spirituality with with uh donna mull and uh now we're gonna pull in lila levinson and i got her name right i blew it the last couple times well you know it's all good but lila levinson wrote a great book um called gated grief and uh she is an expert at taking emotional situations and writing about them and lila i gotta tell you i took your challenge from the show was last week when you said to sit down and write for 10 minutes uh-huh. um, and I did it with a pen and paper, which is kind of archaic for me, you know, since I'm, you know, wired to anything that's got electronics attached to it. Right. Um, it was really fun. I actually blew it, though. I went more like almost a full hour. I had oh, the time. Oh, that's awesome. My kids were asleep, and I didn't edit. I kept going, don't worry, don't worry about the spelling, don't worry about the mistake, don't worry. And uh, it was really fun. It was very freeing. 
That's great. I'm so glad that you did it. Yeah, it's just amazing what can come out. And I really believe everybody's a writer. You just need to free yourself of all those bad teachers in your past and let yourself go. Amen to that. I love that. So now you with your book, Gated Grief, how did you, like, where did you start? Was that one of those things where you sat down and just started writing? Well, it's funny, Sandra. I mean, I started writing in grade school. I loved school. School was my refuge. You know, I hated, believe it or not, I hated it when I was sick and I couldn't go to school. And so I started writing just as a teenager. It was my release. And I'm really lucky in retrospect that I had that for myself. But I never knew what all that writing was going to amount to. And I even went to a memoir workshop, and the teacher said, you know, Lila, it's not enough to excavate your past, to dredge up all these memories. That's not going to engage your reader. You've got to figure out what is your story about. And I didn't know. I knew that there was a lot of tragedy in my family. I lost my mother when I was five, but she didn't die. She just disappeared, never could figure out what happened to her. My father wouldn't talk about her. So all this stuff, but I never really knew how it made sense, you know. And um, then just a few days after my dad passed away, this was back in the late 80s, um, I found photographs down in, he was a doctor, and down in the basement of his medical office sat his World War II Army trunk. And as a kid, that trunk fascinated me because on top sat a Nazi helmet, which did a really good job of keeping me at arm's length from it, you know? (laughs) I was scared of that helmet. And, uh, but now I was 33 years old. I was strong and courageous. I lifted the helmet, opened the trunk, And inside was a box of photographs, hundreds of photographs. And my dad was a very organized man, thank goodness, because on the backs of each of them, he had written where he took it and the date. So he was in Europe during World War II. He was an army doctor, and he was right there behind the first wave of troops on Utah Beach. He was there at the Battle of the Bulge. And he had mentioned those things to us very briefly as I was growing up. But at the bottom of the box were these images that totally shocked me of wavy, very blurred, but I could see the striped pajamas that I remembered having seen in photographs of concentration camps. And sure enough, I turned the photos over, and the back said, Nordhausen, concentration camp, April 1945. And I, I couldn't, I just couldn't even speak. My brother was like, what, what? And I, I couldn't deal with it. And he took them, took them to his home uh, in Ohio, and I just locked the whole thought of it away. But uh, my subconscious kind of worked on me in ways I didn't realize. And I taught a writing course at a university here in Austin. And then I saw they didn't have a class on the Holocaust. So I went to my department and I said, can I teach one? And they said, sure, put it together. So I did. And my students read books by survivors of the camps. They read books by children of the survivors. We learned how the trauma of parents gets transmitted to the children which my Mm -hmm. students and I were just amazed to discover that. And then I had them read some oral histories of liberators because everyone in my class had grandfathers who fought in World War II, so I thought they wouldn't be interested in what the perspective was of the GIs. And we read some amazing things like 
my mind somersaulted and froze. If I didn't have the photographs I took, I wouldn't believe I'd ever had been there. And so we clearly saw, oh, my gosh, this was an extremely traumatic experience. And my students turned to me and they said, Ms. Levinson, did the trauma of the GIs affect their children like the trauma of the survivors affected theirs? Wow. Oh, my gosh, how often we learn from our students, (laughs) you know? And I was like, right. That's a question I don't know the answer to, but it has a lot of personal meaning for me. Wow. And Mm -hmm. much to my amazement, I went to the university library. I went to the University of Texas library. No book existed on how it affected the GIs who witnessed the camps. Really? Not Mm -hmm. a single book. Wow. And here's the amazing thing that, like, people get blown away when they hear this figure. How many concentration camps do you think the Nazis had in Europe? No idea. No. We think, like, you know, Dachau, Buchenwald, right? Right, people Auschwitz. Say, right, people say five, ten, twenty-four thousand. No oh way. Wow. Twenty-four thousand, really? yeah. So, oh. you know, the Russians liberated the ones where they had the gas chambers, like Auschwitz. The Americans liberated the ones on the western side. But I did my math, and I figured that at least 300,000 American GIs witnessed the camps. Because on top of the divisions that actually came across them and liberated them, Eisenhower, who is one of my heroes, he foresaw that there would someday be Holocaust deniers. He had any battalion within 100 miles of a camp send people to be witnesses. Really? So, yeah, it's just amazing. Wow. So I traveled all around the country, and I met over 70 uh, World War II veterans who liberated the camps. I met them. I talked with them, very emotional meetings. And these men, I realized, were still in the grips of their trauma. You know, they'd start crying, or they would just break down and leave the room. They hadn't ever talked to their children about it. So I realized it wasn't just my father. This was like a universal fallout for these men of just locking it up within themselves because they told themselves they didn't suffer at all compared to the people who had been prisoners. Mm -hmm. Also, when they came home from World War II, nobody wanted to hear about the war. Everybody wanted to get on. You know, I, I often talk to young vets now. I'm very involved with veterans in our Austin community, and many of them think that World War II veterans had a pretty easy time of it because they were heroes. They were celebrated. They were parades, unlike what happened with Vietnam vets. But they think then that the World War II veterans didn't suffer the trauma. And that is one untold story, I believe, still of World War II, is how much our World War II veterans have carried within their silence and how it's rippled through their families. Wow. Wow. So, so I suddenly, imagine. because of my students, I suddenly knew what my story was about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I had the, I had the, the theme. I had the, the way to connect the dots between the very mysterious pieces of my particular family's history. I can only imagine how difficult it was for these people to um, 
face what they had been through. It's diff- difficult for people who have been in battle and then on top of that to uh, have suppressed this encampment for so many years. This must have been uh, they, uh, an emo- so, so emotional. I can, um, I can only imagine and I encourage everybody to read Gated Grief. And there's, the subtitle is The Daughter of a GI Concentration Camp Liberator Discovers a Legacy of Trauma. Layla, we want to make sure we've only got about three minutes left uh, that we want to direct people to your website, L-E-I-L-A-L-E-V-I-N-S-O-N. Dot com, excuse me, S O N dot com. I slurred a little there and sure. I didn't mean to. Stupid drinking. I know. And, and, and drinking. In about two minutes left, Lila, what's Well, what's I just would love for your audience for you? to know that I feel like I really want to get the story known of what happened to the GIs who liberated the camps. And not only that, by how extremely important it is for our veterans coming back today to have the chance to tell their stories, because the sooner they start talking about their experiences, the more they'll be able to free themselves up instead of locking it away and yes. you know the the silence just really takes on a life of its own so Absolutely. i'm doing a, i'm doing a special this coming thursday on amazon oh. my kindle is only going to be a dollar 99 a copy so i really urge your audience to go to amazon to look at gated grief on Thursday and purchase it for $1.99 because I think it's an important story, not just for the veterans of World War II, but what that story says about how important it is to give our returning veterans a chance to tell their stories and the importance of our listening to them. Wonderful. Lila, thank you so much for sharing this and thank you for the amazing work that you've done. This is not only a labor of love, but it certainly is a gift to everyone. Thank well, you. Thanks. And again, Thank it's lilalevinson.com and I uh, believe veteranschildren.com as well. Um, next week, we want to make sure everyone joins us. We have the uh, uh, the uh, developers of Black Eagle Force, Ken Farmer and Buck Stink. Stakey. Uh, we have Janie Smith coming on from HirePatriots.com. And Lori Bell is the Military Spouses Guide. We want to make sure that everybody joins us next week for that. Be sure to find us on Facebook at MilitaryMomTalkRadio.com and on iTunes. Thanks so much to Lyle uh, Lynette Lovelace to Lila Levinson and Donna Mull. We've had a great show. Thanks, everyone. Have a wonderful week, and uh, I, I do encourage everyone to visit our website. Bye bye now. <laughs>